Immortality, longevity, an endless lifespan. Watching civilizations rise and fall. What would you do to become immortal? My name is McAllen Orsel. I'm a genetic scientist in New York. I'm caught in a secret war between two powerful groups of immortals. I've been told that I am a messiah to a group of people I barely know. I'm forced on a quest around the globe to fulfill a destiny I never chose. If only I can stay alive. From Christoph Leputka comes the Leviathan Chronicles, an audio adventure like you've never heard before. What is Leviathan? I'll tell you as much as I know. We have been among you for almost a millennium. What? Immortal? I can't know about Leviathan. Die! We're hitting crushed death. Blow those charges. No! Nothing this big has ever moved that fast underwater. I have no tolerance for your lack of commitment. Why have you brought me here? You are here because we need your help. The man you met earlier was named Whit Roberts. I believe her condition is the result of an attack. He's a liar and an assassin. You are going to tell me what I want to know. She was never trained for this. She was bred for it, Anton. Well, she doesn't know that. The only question is... You'll need to find the key, McCallum. How much damage are we going to do in the meantime? To discover the Leviathan Chronicles and get the next dimension in podcasting, go to www.leviathanchronicles.com. Immortality or freedom, which would you choose? I'm Jack Ward. And I'm Shannon Hilchey. Please join us in the Sonic Society as we delve into the very best new audio cinema the world has to offer. Each week we showcase a new audio drama that you may not have heard of, made by a growing group of new radio play enthusiasts. We also offer interviews, tips on audio works, and a continuing serial. So if you love full cast stories, and who doesn't, please join us each week at the Sonic Society. You can find us at sonicsociety.org or at any of the major directories like the podcast Pickle or iTunes. Join us, won't you? And when you come, bring a friend. Captain Bone Marrow here. Ah, the smell of the sea. I love it. But sometimes when a pirate's been out a-plundering for something close to a year without a bath, then a pirate needs a strong, manly scent to cover up his own strong, manly scent and to entice the barmaids. That's why I use the Frequency of Fear. It has the refreshing scent of old-time radio, both sci-fi and horror, as well as Halloween novelty records and sci-fi and monster rock music. And if that weren't enough, there's the smell of adventure as the zombie astronaut and Dr. Despicable and Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez and the rest of them drag me pirate booty into some truly asinine situations. Since I've been using the frequency of fear, the lasses can't keep their hands off me. Oh! You chicken-fisted brute! That's a saucy one. So if you're a fan of horror and sci-fi old-time radio and Halloween novelty albums and the occasional sci-fi or monster rock song, not to mention truly, truly asinine situations, then tune into The Frequency of Fear. It's a smell you'll never get off ya. <laughs> Find the link to The Frequency of Fear at www.zombieastronaut.net.
Imagine if the world as you know it was nothing more than an illusion. What if creatures like elves, dragons, vampires, zombies, and werewolves walk amongst you every day, but you never see them? This is the world I walk in. I am called Byron, and these are my chronicles. Listen to the Byron Chronicles at www.darkerprojects.com. Last time on Gaia's Voyages, the crew gets word of the accident on Zafani. Looks like we're in a fix now. Can't stay here, and we can't go back upstream. Can we call your ships for help, Dr. Noah? Blast! I'm afraid not, Natty. I must have lost my con in the fall. That's not good! They'll send rescue teams here for us. Zoo Team 315 to Gaia. Please come in. This is Gaia. Zoo Team 315. What do you have to report? Nothing good. There's been an accident. Elizabeth Mycroft and Desdemona go off to the rescue. I am leading a rescue team down there. We'll take care of Dr. Noah and the child. Captain, you are not going down there. It's too dangerous and you're in charge. You think I'm just going to sit here in my cushy seat during a crisis? Not chance, Commander. If you're going down there, I'm going with you. I wouldn't have it any other way, Mike. Lieutenant Commander Xanthaxis, you're with us. And Doomsday arrives. Chandrasen Carmen is about to be reached, Captain. There's no more time. Lieutenant Anjou, engage the jump drive. That's madness. We haven't reached our point yet. We could end up anywhere or nowhere. We have no choice. The star is about to go supernova. Lieutenant Blastic, do it! Engaging the jump drive. And now, the adventure continues. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zoo ship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4, The Middle of Nowhere, Part 1. Status update. Zafoni went over, Captain. The explosion made the jump gate go wild, Captain. I do not know where this wormhole would take us. Bloody hell, we could end up anywhere. Better lost than pride, Commander. Lieutenant McCall, any damage reports? Gaia seems to be holding together, Captain. Only minor injuries so far have been reported. Hold together, Gaia. I have no intentions of falling apart, Doctor. Captain, there's a lot of turbulence in this wormhole. Speed is increasing past the safety threshold. Lieutenant Anjou, get us out of this wormhole as soon as you can find us a safe exit. What are you idiots doing up there? It is impossible to go this fast. You're going to blow my beloved engines, and then I shall have to get very fixed and program the food press device to only make Targazian Grump Girl for the next month. Not now, Zeke. Keep the engines intact and lecture later. Blasted biological, when I get through with you, you won't even have your carbon left. I think I'm in trouble. Targazian drug rule. Focus, Captain. Right. Right. Lieutenant Anjou, any word on us getting out? Uh, the wormhole seems to be ending ahead. Hop out to your shampoo! 
Ah, that's my line, bloody parrot. Alors que fou, je vous prendrai dans un poulet. Well, at least you can't accuse me of bad flying this time, Mike. I think of some splendid retort, but I think I left my wits back in Tupori. Rain check then. Everyone all right? My shoes seem to have stopped working, Captain. But I am all right. It is far too dark in here. We lost power coming out of the wormhole. We're down to emergency backups. The main power core's down. I'll try to get the lights and consoles working again. <sighs> Zeke's going to feed us grub gruel for sure, Lieutenant Barask. Me for burning out the power core, and you for leaving huge footsteps in Gaia's decks. Good thing I eat rocks then, Captain. You can have my share. I might try some of your rocks instead, Lieutenant Anjou. Oh, man. My head. Captain, I do not wish to do that again anytime soon. I feel like I just spent the night wenching after drinking far too much champagne. That was not a mental picture I needed. Stupid guy. I... Yes, I... Dark one. I... I Dr. Noah? Bloody power went out of my cybernetic leg. I'll be hopping around all over the ship until it gets fixed. Oh, there we go. We have system power and emergency lights, but they won't last for long unless we can get the main power back up. At least that's something. Lieutenant Anjou, where are we? I am trying to figure that out now, mon capitaine. C'est impossible. Captain, we are nowhere Gaia's navigational systems recognize. This is unexplored space. Oh boy, this is perfect. Deep in unexplored space with main power down and a rabid mechanoid chief engineer who is not going to be happy. It could be worse. How so? Your mother could be here. Oh, you're right there, Mike. Give word to Thornton. I want him and the Firestorms to launch their fighter as soon as they can and do a recon of the area. We need to know what is out there. Yes, Captain. Sending the orders now. He says they're in the hangar now and they'll prep their fighters, but the doors are shut. Send a tech team to those doors. Get them open, but the main power core is the priority. Yes, Captain. Gaia, are you all right? Gaia? Gaia? I warned you. As soon as I get main power working, it's grub rule for all of you. Can it be? Or I'll have you cleaning toilets for a month manually, wearing a dress and singing tavern wench songs. I'm sure Lieutenant Anjou can teach me plenty. Oh, may we, of course. How can it that? Of course you could. A man has to relax sometime, Commando. But not. What are you doing? That is the damage, and do try and keep to the point. Concentrate on the main power core, Z. We'll get the engines back up after we have main power secured. We have another problem. Gaia is not answering my calls. She's probably not answering you because of what you've done to her. Gaia? Gaia? Gaia, Willow? Answer me! Gaia! Captain, if he doesn't calm down, he's going to blow a circuit. Zeke! Zeke, listen to me. Check her systems. 
That is good news, Agent. Keep me informed, Dr. Noah. Yes, Captain. Are all the animals we rescued still in stasis? Indeed they are, Captain. Good. Work with the call to get your people out of there and into the mantle along with everyone else. We need to cut down which modules have life support. Only those with plants in them and the pets from Tuperial have power besides the manta. It might be tight quarters until we get main power back, but we might extend the reserves even longer that way. Yes, Captain. Come on, Birdie. Let's get the zoo consolidated. I'm not Birdie, Doctor. You're almost as bad as on you. I was actually a lot handsomer back in my day, Lieutenant. <laughs> Only in your most fantastical dreams, Doctor. When you say my ego needs popping, Captain. It's just so much fun seeing steam come out of your ears. At least I don't look like a circus clown reject in the mornings. Lords and report that they have managed to get the fighter hangar doors open and are ready to launch when you are ready, Captain. Tell them to go. Without main power, our senses are extremely limited. There should not be. I want to know what's out there. Captain, I need to go check on Natty. She's probably terrified. I'll stop by her room on my way to help with the evacuation of the zoo. Go ahead, Doctor. You might want to have her remain in her room for now, though. This is not the time for her to get into trouble. Of course, Captain. All right, folks, this is it. Gaia is pretty much sensor blind, and we're in unexplored space, so it's up to us to be her eyes. That was one wild ride through the world. Oh, Lord. We're lucky we came out at all, Wildcat. Well, we're still a long way from safe. We're stuck in the middle of God's nowhere with dead engines and no mean power. If someone attacks, we're Gaia's only defense. There's not enough power to separate the modules, let alone use the weaponry. Then we better take a good look around and make sure that attack never happens. There are no planets nearby, and the stars certainly aren't any I recognize. We're not even in a star system, Vixen. That eternal planets of deep space where naught exists. The middle of nowhere. Funny. That depends on your definition of fun, Ace. Plenty of fruit and a good tree to climb works for me. That's what you've got me for. True. My poor tongue is getting worn out from all the licking. Oh, honey, too bad you're covered in fur with a tongue like yours. It just gives me shivers. She likes tongue, huh? That I will have to remember. In your dreams, flyboy. Oh, I don't want to even imagine that. Yeah. I know I'm in yours, though. Women find it downright impossible to resist me. I think I'm going to be sick. Woman can't resist you. It's more like you can't resist them. Keep your torpedo deactivated. We've got a job to do, Ace. That's mm, a date, then. Bring it on. I've got something coming up on sensors here, Thor. Wait! 
Got you. Bloody bastards. Kill them for this. Kill them slow. Kill them painful. Not dead yet. Ah, I need to find out who this is. So many thoughts. Impressions. Assassin, they call me. Night Stalker. The galaxy's most wanted. All of them are fools. I've seen them come and go of ages and they never knew I was there. Striking and then fading away. Like the mist of breath upon a cold blade. Night Stalker. I've heard that name in the news vids. Damn it, I hate to do this. But if we're bringing him on board, we need to know as much about him as we can. Time for a deep probe. A surprisingly strong mind to resist, but... So many years. So many deaths. I still see all their faces. Men. Women. Children. I see them all and feel... Nothing. I don't regret their deaths. I feel no guilt. Yet, there is the thrill of the hunt, the challenge, the possibility that capture poses, and the triumph of leaving no trace. None can stop me, for I have no equal. Yet someone did. Someone almost killed you. Who and why? Ah... I got cocky. The sheep began to notice and followed clues none had noticed before. They realized what I was. The overlords were most displeased. None may know the truth and live. I brought attention to our race. And the penalty for that is death. That's not the game for you. 
Ambushed you and left you for dead. Uh, damn fools. Sitting back watching instead of acting. Benefiting from my art, yet taking no risk themselves. Who are they to order me? To judge me? They who lost the way of the hunt so long ago they cannot remember what truly living feels like. Uh, I will show them. I will show them all. Their blood will flow over the ground in a flood until all they were is not even a memory. Thor? Sir? Yes, Vixen? We're about to the hangar. Dr. Ndomo's waiting with the med team. Blasted. I'm going to need a top security team at the hangar bay to make sure our guest doesn't cause any trouble. What's going on, Thor? Captain, you're not going to believe this, but we just bumped into the galaxy's most wanted assassin out in the middle of nowhere. Holy shit! Damn, I was afraid this was going to happen. What's your language? Holy shit, Mike. We're in the middle of nowhere, and I'll say what I like. Lieutenant Barask, get yourself down there. Yes, I know your shoes aren't working. We'll just have to make do. Any assassin will have a hard time taking down a Kandaran. What is the status, Thor? I'm conscious and near death, Captain. I've made sure he won't wake up anytime soon. These people came for him, shot the hell out of his ship, and left him for dead. Any sign that they are still around, it might come back for him. I did extensive scans on the area while we made our way back to the ship. There are traces of residual energy from weapon fire, but they seem at least a day old, probably longer. I'm not sure how he's lasted as long as he has without help. Well, he'll just have to wait a bit longer. I don't want him to be aboard Gaia until Lieutenant Barask and his security team get to the hangar. Agreed, Captain. I don't like the idea of him on the ship at all. But can't exactly leave him for dead either. You did a probe of him. Yes, Captain. He's one of the most strong-willed people I've ever come in contact with. He'll be incredibly resistant to my abilities once awake. Would further probes damage him? Probably yes. Then we can't risk it. Lieutenant Thornton, I am in the hangar bay with Dr. Ungomo's med team. Please, come in now. Understood. We're on our way. He's completely unconscious, Lieutenant. I'm keeping him that way. He'll not wake before I let him. By that time, we'll have him safely in restraints and stasis in medbay. You heard the man. Let me through. I still do not like it. He is garbage. We should have left him in space. And you call your people honorable. He's a hot man, and I am a doctor. It is my duty to heal him, and I shall do so. Now, get. Out of my way. Now. Looking after assassins. Left him to die. 
with the two numbers on him. The aesthetically burns, internal injuries, and head trauma. Well, the head trauma would explain why I was able to probe more easily. I only hope you didn't cause permanent damage, Lieutenant. I had to know what we were bringing aboard, Doctor. He certainly killed plenty this time. That's no matter now. Toria, help me get him onto the stretcher. There you go. Easy on the restraints. He's pretty bad, Doctor. Yes, but if we get him to Medbay, he should live. Then it will be up to the captain what is to be done next. I shall accompany you to Medbay and stand guard. You aren't doing anything until you stop by your quarters and get an extra pair of shoes. I'm not having you dent up half the ship, and certainly not my Medbay. But, Doctor Ungumo... No buts. You may return to Medbay only after you get your shoes. If I see you before then, I'll give you something that will turn your bowels to sun. You would not. Try me. Come now, Victoria. Lieutenant Thornton, please join us well. You can help keep him unconscious and harmless. Yes, Doctor. Oh, and Lieutenant Becker, you might as well tag along. I imagine your brother and the captain will be wishing to speak with you. No, I'm Mycroft, and that's, that's far too well in my case. And that lecture's going to last a really, really, really long time. Get him on the bed. I want full restraints and him kept paralyzed. Take no chances he might get up and cause trouble. Ah, so you are taking the risk seriously. Of course I am, Lieutenant. But I'm not letting that ace keep me from treating him. Victoria, use the tissue regenerator on his wounds. Use the information from the biosensors on his anatomy. <laughs> we wouldn't want to regrow organs wrong. Yes, Doctor. Yeah, he'll live then. Marvelous. Yes, he'll live. I've never encountered his species before. He's certainly not human for all that he looks like one. And an incredibly good-looking one at that. His skin is strange, though. Look at the pigmentation. He's actually beginning to blend in with the bed underneath. Even his hair is changing color. And his flight suit. Interesting. A chameleon. And here, look at his hands. He has retractile claws. And his musculature indicates that he'd be very strong and quick. How come his clothes are changing color like that? Hmm. Ah, nanite fiber. They're probably attuned with particular body chemistry. That could prove remarkably useful in his line of work. What's the captain planning on doing with him then? I'm not sure. We're not in any position to do much of anything at the moment. No engines, no main power, and stuck in the middle of nowhere. First we almost get incinerated in a supernova. Now we find the galaxy's most deadly assassin in the ascent of space. wonder when we get to have a normal day around here. Ah, who wants normal, boss? Normal days are no fun to write home about. Well, they certainly don't win any of the girls. Oh my, you and Andre shall get along wonderfully. And who is this Andre? Lieutenant Andre Andrew. He fancies himself a musketeer and a lady killer. Nah, Doctor, just just trust me on this one. I can beat him any day of the week. (laughs) 
Mistress! Mistress! Come in! Natty? Mistress Natty is ill, Dr. Noah. Frag! She started calling so much, she was hurting my eyes just before the big boom. She said she was scared. Then she started screaming and she stopped. I haven't been able to wake her up and Plyo won't answer. And I can't get out of the room on my own. Come on, lightning bug. Wake up. Ugh, Dr. Noah. It's me, sweetie. They gotta blow up. No, she's just sleeping. She got banged up a bit, but Zeta's going to make her better. Good, where are we? We ain't sure yet, but it's a long way from Tuperi. Amazel said you were glowing. Are you all right? I think so. I got really, 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 really scared. And Amazel was scared, and Gala was scared, and I was just, and I can't stop glowing. And I fell asleep. I think. She went unconscious. What's up, Tashi? Tashi. Unconscious. It means I couldn't wake you up. You probably just glowed too much, Lightning Bug. Do you feel all right now? I feel great. I want to help Gaia because she's just a kid like me. You need to stay here, sweetie. You can best help Gaia by staying out of the way. I'm going to check on the zoo. I'll be back to check on you later. Amazo, if she looks like she's in trouble, you go to Med Bay and find help. I'll leave the door cracked. Yes, Doctor. Don't forget to check on the tweezles. They're just babies. Any estimates on the main power core? It's pretty well damaged, Captain. I've gotten an estimate from the area being shut down, and we should be able to prolong backup power for at least another day over the previous estimate. I, I still haven't been able to get Guy awake again. I've tried everything. I've even tried to kiss the one like four light speakers at once, even. It's just, I always question the stories when I've been more down. Do get a hold of yourself, man. If anyone can wake up Sleeping Beauty, you can. You've got the knowledge of all the best engineers in the Confed in that metal head of yours. You'll fix her. Aw, softy. You are a romantic after all. Just trying to keep morale up. You're right, Zeke. You were completely right. Hold on, my fair maiden. Zeke is coming to your rescue. I think it's sweet. I agree with the Lieutenant Commander. Never a dull day aboard Gaia. Well, where were we? Ah, yes. We have a wanted assassin in our med bay, and my little brother is here to save the universe. I'll deal with those thorny problems in a moment. Dr. Filigort. How goes the evacuation of the zoos? Are all the animals and their caretakers safe? Yes, Captain. Most of the modules are in the process of being shut down. The animals are still in stasis cocoons, and our genetic samples are still safely in stasis in my lab here. The pets are safe in their modules, with many of the animal rescue personnel to manage them. The rest are in the manta. I was told to tell you they offer their services if you need any of them. Some of them have special abilities in other things besides animal rescue. Ah, good job, Doctor. Please, pass on my thanks to those involved and see about forming a list of who can do what and send it along. Aye, aye, Thanks, Doctor. Now, our assassin stashed away in Med Bay. 
Shall we go pay him a visit, Mycroft? You can fresh your brother at the same time. You cannot seriously be considering going down to the same room as him, Captain. The assassin or your brother? The assassin, of course. Though the thought of you and Sherlock together in the same room is enough to give me chills. Wait a moment, monsieur. You have a brother named Sherlock? Mother had this unexplainable crush on Conan's daughter. No shit, Sherlock! Sherlock! You just had to say it, Lieutenant. If she hadn't, I would have. But back to the point. You are not going down there, Captain. I most certainly am, Commander. He's unconscious, restrained, paralyzed, and as helpless as an assassin ever can be. He's an assassin. That means he's murdered people, Elizabeth. Just put him in stasis until we find a way out of here and then turn him over to the authorities and probably net yourself a medal. Oh, medals are no fun, Mike. Besides, I want to hear more about him. Don't worry, I fully intend to have Lieutenant Barask and you standing guard and probably glowering at me. You can jump to my rescue like Lancelot of the Foul villain makes an untoward move. Oh, see, sensewoman! Why do you always have to do things the hard way? This ends Part 1 of Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4. Please download Part 2, available at www.brokensea.com.